Are you lost? Or are you looking for something? Walking around here, it's dangerous. This is not recommended for everybody. Kiddos can come along, but they can only have more questions than answers. But that's part of this journey. Enter if you dare. My name is Dakota Franson, and this is Specialist of the Strange Radio Show, where we go into various topics of the unknown. Maybe, just maybe, we'll discover something new along the way. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You're not going to want to miss this. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Today is October 23rd, 2020. We are one week closer to the hunt for Olivia. This week, I was going to talk about parents seeing their children before birth. But, unfortunately, due to some time constraints, thanks to my day job, being a little bit more hectic than anticipated this week, I'm running short on time and want to be able to make myself available as possible in order to finally finish post-production for the Halloween special, get everything up and running so that way we can get the news out to you all, so we can all enjoy this program together. You can tell me how awesome it looks, how lucky I am, or if it looks absolutely horrible, and I should never do a project like that ever again. <laughs> But, I did want to go into a couple of things. I want to address a couple of things this week. And, uh, it's in response to some comments that were left on previous episodes. And... I'm not here to try to yell at anybody. I'm not here to try to stir up any trouble. I just want to address a couple of things that some people may have missed or may not have completely understood about the last couple of episodes, and as well as the overall concept behind the Halloween special. So I want to take this episode as an opportunity to be able to do that. Because, well, I, it's, I'm 24 years old. I barely turned 25 this January. And I'm just barely getting to a point where I'm starting to understand what's going on. So if I seem like I'm getting frustrated, if I seem like I'm confusing a lot of you, 
I do apologize. There's a a lot to unload here. So just work with me. If you do have questions, please, please, please do not be afraid to reach out. I'm more than happy to try to answer any and all questions that come my way, as well as address any concerns that come up. Because like I said, I'll admit, these things can get confusing. There is a lot that is being unloaded in this program. And I'm going to unload some of that on this episode. So, here's what we're going to do as far as making sure everything gets appropriately addressed. Now, once I'm done talking here, I'm going to head to commercial break. When we come back, we're going to start digging in some of the concerns that have been brought up in regards to the hunt for Olivia, address a few questions that have come up. Then later on, we'll go into uh, next week's episode where there's going to be all sorts of fun information. So be sure to keep an eye out for that. And be sure to strap yourselves in because this episode might get a little heavy for some viewers. So sit back. Relax, and let's get into this, shall we? Alright, so, some of you have had some concerns about the Halloween special. And, uh, let's just say it's not expected. It's not unexpected. I was anticipating some of you would have some remarks about this. And I completely understand. And I would like to thank those of you who have messaged me about this, who have left comments about at least being respectful about this. That's all I'm asking, because there is a lot of confusion about what I do. And, uh... Ideas definition is an artificial language that is a revision and simplification of Esperanto. I accidentally just set off my Alexa device. <laughs> Sorry. That was a little weird. Um, anyway. There was a lot of confusion that... Some of which was done intentionally on my behalf. And there's quite a few reasons for that. But first off, I just want to address this. For those of you who are unaware, the situation with the Halloween special involves an incident in which possibly an archangel managed to save me from taking my own life and introduce me to a daughter that I have yet to have. Yes, I know that sounds crazy. I know that it sounds extreme, even under supernatural standards. I get that. But 
aside from the possibility of uh, some sort of latent psychosis setting in, it seems to be what happened. And operating under this assumption of this is what happened has led me down some interesting choices in life. Being that religion does play a factor in this, a few of you have asked if I believe in God. First off, none of my programs are meant to promote any religious dogma. The idea behind this show was to analyze certain aspects of the supernatural, apply scientific knowledge to them to see if they can potentially be real. I try to be as scientific as possible about this. This is not me slamming on anybody's beliefs, but come at me with uh, trying to force certain ideals down my throat about, oh, this is what happened, this is what happened. You will not get an appropriate response from me. I will not deal with you. And uh, you'll be the one left in the dust. I'm just going to put it out there on the line right now because I have had a few people try to insinuate that I am a victim of possession, I am a fraud, I am trying to be some sort of scam artist, that, uh, that this incident was tied to the fact that I wasn't, didn't consider myself a believer. Honestly, some of y'all are some of the most ignorant people out there. There's a saying that I often teach that I originally came up with to piss off an ex who constantly tried to say, Oh, I know there everything there is to know about you. The truest expression of one's own ignorance is how much they claim they know. I try to take the supernatural and even some religious topics under a scientific microscope. And yes, this is something that can be done. And in fact, there's a lot of recent discoveries that are starting to lean more towards building that bridge. And that is the focus I try to have with these things. Because, well, let's just say, let's just be honest here. In dealing with the supernatural, in dealing with proving that there's life after death, we are still at a point where we require someone to die, then somehow come back and tell what happened. It's a lot like trying to figure out testing for the coronavirus vaccines. Nobody wants to test this, being that no one's 100% sure on what happens. It's not going to be until someone either gets brave enough or even potentially suicidal enough. Unfortunately. And I hate to say that. I truly do. But unfortunately, we have to be obvious that there are some messed up things going on in the world. But anyway. There are certain things that cannot be proven unless you cross moral, ethical boundaries...
And that is, unfortunately, something I've had to do. Which leads me into the next point. There's a lot of you who have, and I'll admit, once again, I understand where you're coming from on this, but let me explain my side of things. Some of you have tried to preach that, uh, me trying to focus on Olivia, trying to figure out who her mother is, this and that, may compromise things. And yeah, I understand. Romantic relationships should be taken as organically as possible. They shouldn't be allowed to be able to grow at their own pace. The idea of trying to rush kids because an angel show introduced me to my kids before then, yeah, that could definitely cause some problems. I get this. But once again, this bounces back to the fact that in order to study these things some messed up shit has to take place. And I've always been scientific minded. When people try to discount that these things happen to me, I'll be honest, I was kind of stubborn. I didn't want to give up because knowing the alternatives means that there's something severely wrong with me. So, I would try to study these things, thinking that maybe, just maybe, there was something here. And if... Let me put it this way. If this is a, this is a program, like I said before, this is a program that is meant to explore the supernatural from a scientific perspective. If I've been lucky enough, which it seems, by all accounts, seems like I have been, if I am able to somehow lure out the attention of some sort of higher beings, people who have died, or even people who have died and somehow managed to come back as what we commonly refer to as ghosts, what better way to find out what happens in the afterlife. Being that I've already taken those steps, I've already died and come back, and I've already got these things going on. This is unfortunately the perfect scenario for me to figure these things out. And as far as when it comes to Olivia, my daughter from the future, yes, I want to know who her mother is, because on all accounts, the situation, the more I've come to study this thing, these things, the more I've come to learn about these things, the more... I've come to have to address the possibility that the reason why my daughter Olivia may be able to do the things she do to where she is somehow able to move through time by hitchhiking on a fucking archangel means that something might be wrong with her. Something might happen to her. Something might happen to me. And right now best case scenario is that I know I'm at least going to live long enough 
for her to be born. And with the study, recent study at the University of Queensland, where the mathematical probabilities of being able to time travel without causing paradoxes is true, then that strengthens the notion even more. That strengthens the need to fall through with this. And I'm just going to say this. Had I not had the had a strong inclination that something worked in these experiments in finding Olivia. Had I not had any inclination that this didn't work, I wouldn't be talking about it right now. Let me just say this. Let me just say that. Had I had the feeling this did not work, or it wasn't going to produce anything, I wouldn't have gone through with it. And plus, just for once, I wanted to be able to capture Olivia's voice on tape. So for those who are open-minded, but still skeptical, I can present what I've been able to find to show that Well, let me rephrase. One would be considered possibly insane if they were to say that they hear voices, right? Well, what's the level of insanity if that person was able to figure out a way to get the voices they hear inside their head on tape? Just think about that for a second. Now, one thing that... uh I was going to talk about a little bit in regards to Olivia is uh, the fact that spoiler alert I got her on tape by all accounts this may mean that I'm closer to finding her actual mother. Not the woman I thought before, but her actual mother. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest here. I haven't told all the details in regards to Olivia or my own life story. There's certain aspects of my life that I've never told anyone. In fact, I'll be honest, it's kind of hard for me to disclose certain things. Well, one, I wasn't exactly around the best company growing up. So that habit built early on, but... Um... It's also kind of hard for me to, uh go into certain things because the only two people in this world who uh, absolutely knew everything about me are dead.
Not because of anything I did or anything I was involved in. But yeah. The only two people who knew everything about me. The way my head works. Why I do the things I do. My abilities. Things I kept secret. The things I've been fighting all my life. The only two people who absolutely knew everything are dead. Yeah, I've been going to therapy for quite some time now in order to address those feelings. And in time, there's going to be a bit more reveals on my past. Because I know that if I want to grow and become the type of man that I want to be, a good husband to a good father, which is a good man, I need to start letting go of these things and moving on. And, uh, I also can't help but wonder the fact that if I got Olivia's voice on tape, does that mean I'm closer to finding her mother? And where am I getting that logic, you may be asking? Well, there's a couple ideas. There's one main idea that I have. In order for a spirit to be able to manifest in a physical world, it would be easier for them to to have some sort of personal attachment, emotional attachment, which can act as a bit of an anchor or even a grappling hook in some cases, where they're familiar with certain locations enough to where they can, where they would be able to drive to them while sleepwalking. They're so familiar with how to get there. Does that make sense? And with children who make appearances before their birth, that makes things a little bit more interesting to deal with. That sort of breaks that rule. Now, I can't exactly go around experimenting on pregnant women, now can I? But, and since I've opened up about the Olivia story, I've had a few people open up to me about similar incidents where... The child starts making appearances way before they're even conceived in the womb. But most cases I've come across where this happens, the mother was already pregnant, even though she may have not even been familiar, aware of it at the time. The mother was already pregnant with the child. And... That served as a bit of the anchor, the physical body that had yet to be born. But as far as cases like Olivia and the other two women, at least one of them disclosed that there was a situation involving domestic violence. Which also sets off a few more warnings because certain psychic abilities have been actually been traced to minor epileptic shocks. 
all materials for new episodes in the future. And like it, and also while I'm on that little side note, if you have any ideas on topics you want me to explore in future episodes, please do let me know. I'm running out of ideas, people. But anyway, back to the kids. Um, if Olivia was somehow able to essentially time travel and come find me, one of the theories that I have out there, and this may change in the future, so don't let it stick. Don't consider this a sentence known. But Olivia may be, as well as these other kids, one idea that I've tossed out there is that uh, maybe these kids were already alive at some point. They were in the process of being reincarnated. Now, in the last episode, I know a few of you have written in saying that uh, you got a little confused about the last episode. So, I'm going to try to clear that up a little bit while we're here. On the last episode where I was talking about Michael, a few of you have addressed that I kind of went a few different directions with it. And kind of confused you at some points, in which I do apologize. But, I also urge you not to feel too bad because the types of topics that I was hinting at confused even the most brilliant of minds alive today. So, don't be too discouraged. But in the course of children being born, making appearances before they're born, in higher realms, having time that acts differently, there's a few videos online where uh, that explain pretty well about how higher dimensions look and behave, but when it comes to time, that can also be a little bit tricky. But if it helps in understanding how higher dimensions work, think about, I hope you've eaten by the time you hear this episode, but think about, let's say, for example, I got just thinking about this the other day, and this, I think is a, kind of a perfect example of how time flows in higher dimensions. But say, for example, you wanted to make some spaghetti, some long angel hair noodle spaghetti, right? Okay. You got your pot. That's the pot itself. is creation the space just empty space right the water is energy that moves through life that moves through creation all right now let's say for example the noodles now the water is energy as well as matter in the universe. Now let's just say, for example, the new you go throw in the noodles. Each one of those noodles represents a different timeline. Alright? Now you got the water cooking, the water's boiling, that's the energy. The water is essentially changing as it boils, right? 
the noodles, they become softer and start bending and becoming a bit more flexible. You can go in, stir them up so you don't accidentally pour, pour into the pot, right? Okay. Now let's say, for example, you had a tiny bug in the noodles. That bug is a multi-dimensional being in this example. And each one of those strands of noodles is a different timeline. Now, because you've gone in and stirred it, and the noodles have gotten soft, they can go technically go any direction in which the forces around them manipulated them, right? Well, that's how angels would be able to move through time and space. As freely as we can move in a three-dimensional space, angels can move in a multi-dimensional space, seemingly vanish and reappear if they were to pass through our own field of view. Much like that tiny bug can move through the noodles. If that makes any sense, please do let me know if that makes a little bit more sense. Now, maybe these accounts of children being able to move through time easier. Maybe all of them are essentially hitchhiking. Somebody on the other side is helping guide them. Maybe it's an ancestor, a family member who passed, maybe guardian angels even. Now, the only other instance I've been able to find where an angel was directly seen involving the reveal of a future child is the story of Gabriel coming to the Virgin Mary saying you will give birth to the Son of God. So far that's the only, been the only other story I've been able to find where the circumstances were similar to my own. And I may, and part of me was to say that I may even be nitpicking at this. I'll admit it. Kind of sounds like I am. But if I'm right in that inclination, this kind of reminds me of a case I worked not too long ago where I told this story. But if the last time an angel directly revealed a future birth became the figure we know as Jesus Christ then who the hell am I going to be giving birth to what is this child that I'm about the father going to do in the future it's kind of a scary thought knowing, my, knowing if she has my abilities which is likely possible but nevertheless, even if the revelations from this Halloween special give a direct indication of who her mother is and tells me the exact path in life I need to travel, the story is far from over, my friends. And if you're willing, I'm going to be sticking to this type of program for as long as possible. I'm even writing my own memoir. 
in which I detail incidents that I have never told anyone. So if you're willing to stick around, you'll be surprised at what's to come. Because, now the details are still being worked out in this, but, pending there's no further surprises in 2020, knock on wood, and I can't reveal too many details yet, but, I'm just going to make this quick announcement. Come 2021. The Specialist of the Strange operation will officially become space-bearing. Come 2021, we're going to space. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to leave you with this. Remember... Life is always going to keep changing. How we go about our lives, the information that comes forward, and the opportunities to unfold. More is coming. Those of you who have ever doubted me, I'll see you in the stars. Those of you who want to come with, you know where to find me. A link in the description will help you find all of my social media pages. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to every page you're able to find in order to get all the latest updates and to increase your odds of seeing the official information drop when the Halloween special gets ready to air. And also feel free to reach out and enjoy everything else. There's a little something I'd toss in for everybody, so... Be kind to one another, be respectful... Even though times are crazy right now, keep your heads held high. We got this, my friends. Much love. I will see you next week. Where we'll go more into the hunt for Olivia. We'll talk a bit more about children being able to introduce themselves to family members. And if you have a story... Relating to this, feel free to share it. And for those who do share, please do be kind to one another. Please do be kind to those who are strong enough to be able to share your stories. I'm here sharing mine. I'm putting myself on the line. You can too. We're all friends here. No, screw that. We're all family here. So let's do this. My name is Dakota Franson. I am the one the only specialist of the strange stay safe out there times are only going to get crazier as we head towards the end of the year I'll see you all next time peace out